I'm Tara Aldridge, and you're listening to The Smart Woman Show. I believe that every woman has a powerful, profitable, and impactful business inside of them that God has called them to create. This podcast is for women who have a deep sense that they want more, more out of life, relationships, and business. This show is going to give you the tools to be everything God created you to be by sharing strategies, tactics, and heart-centered lessons so you can stop stopping yourself at the fear of the unknown and finally take your inspired vision and turn it into an impactful business. There's no excuses here. Are you ready to commit? Let's do this. Thank you. Let's roll. Let's roll. Let's roll. Jason Priest, welcome to the Smart Woman Show. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. How do you feel about being on a show that all all the ears are women? You got all ears are women on you right now. That's uh, that's amazing. Like you answered me how you're doing today, um, but I'll tell you, and I think you'll like my answer. Uh, I started my career uh, way way long time ago working as a registered nurse in an ICU. And I was surrounded by women. You know, back then, um, nursing was a predominantly dominated women career. Um, I had a few guy friends in there, but for the most part, it was women. So I took a liking to women very quickly uh, because I've been surrounded by them my whole life. So, And because I, you have a wife, right? And so I do have a wife. Uh, I grew up in a single parent household. So it was just me and mom. So she was my very close friend. Um, but yes, my wife is my best friend. She's an amazing woman and she's definitely what I consider my better half for sure. Uh, I, I was on your Instagram earlier and I was, I was oozing over the love that you have for your family and your ability to just be vulnerable. And you, you really come across as, as such a, a connected, loving, vulnerable man. And I want to acknowledge you for that. First and foremost, I just want to acknowledge because I'm a firm believer that men are treated extremely poorly in our culture and society. Uh, you, you get two emotions from the time that you, you learn <laughs> where your voice box is. And you either get um, happy or you get angry. And anything in between there is, has just not been allowed. And so I want to acknowledge your courage to be the vulnerable, connected man that you are and, and taking a stand for our husbands, ladies. Jason is on the show today to take a stand for your partners and your husbands. Tell Thank us, you. Tell us about dad bod. Yeah. So um, before I dive into that, I just want to add, first of all, thank you very much for your appreciation for men because I completely agree with you. And I feel like there is a, a major letdown from society in regards to that. And I'll, I'll expand a little bit. So from, you know, from the time we essentially come out of the wound, we're never supposed to show emotions, right? Like we're not supposed to cry. We're, we're told from a young age, you know, if you get a, a cut or a wound, rub some dirt on it, you'll be, you'll be okay. We're not supposed to show those emotions. And I feel like, you know, as a, as a family man and somebody who is very connected to my relationships, um, I'm, a, I'm an emotional guy. Like I, I don't have a problem crying. And, and that's just something that I feel like not enough men are allowed to do. And it leads to, you know, some of these, this, these internal struggles that we go through. We're not allowed to show our emotions or we're told it's, it's almost taboo. And so I very much agree with you there. So I appreciate you pointing that out. Um, the dad bod. Okay. So dad bod health was born um, really because of my passion for helping people. I started my career as a registered nurse, like I mentioned, working in an ICU, and I saw a lot of scary things in there, as you could well imagine. Um, at the time, I was in my early 20s, and it was good that I was working in there at that time because I was very, 
I was probably as mature at 23 as I was at 13. And so I was probably pretty numb to a lot of the things that I was seeing people dying every other day, you know, on my shifts. And so with that being said, I, I, I held on to a lot of that because I have vivid memories of doing chest compressions or CPR on young men who are having massive heart attacks because they only quote unquote had a dad bod. Um, the dad bod term wasn't really a thing back then. Um, but when you're, when you're ignoring that you're only 30, 20, 30, 40 pounds overweight, you know, men carry all their, their fat um, around their visceral organs. And so it's a very, very high risk for heart disease, which is the number one leading cause of death in our country and even the world. And so I took a very deep rooted passion for that. And I held on to that. Well, then I la later on went on, went through my own health transformation. My mom passed away right after I got married. She was 49. I was 25. And my mom and my wife had become very close. So it, it tore me down. And I started uh, drinking too much, eating too much fast food, kind of went into my own depression. And I gained quite a bit of weight. And I went on later on, I won't get into all the, the nitty, nitty gritty details, but I went on to figure out a system that allowed me to eat all the foods that I love. I wasn't ready to do keto and all these fad diets. I dabbled with them a little bit and they just weren't sustainable. And when I finally figured out that all it took was a simple system to follow. I knew that I was onto something big and I needed to get that into the ears of more men. And so I went on to lose 60 pounds in nine months. I was featured in men's health for that my own transformation. And I was like, you know what, this, I can't just keep this to myself. This has to, there has to be a way to get this out into the ears of more men so that they can be around long-term for their family, lead by example, and make this impact that I hope that they can make. Wow. You know, I, my favorite thing about these podcasts is the connection that gets created between sure. myself and the person on the other end, because I just, I just have your Instagram and your annual website or whatever else that you're creating online to connect you prior to you getting here and really realizing that, holy, this guy is a mirror for my life. You know, my husband in 2000, what was, what is it now? 12 had heart surgery. Oh, wow. From, from this exact thing, not necessarily high cholesterol, but the visceral fat around the organs that not being able to be vulnerable, not be just being a, a, like a, a driving horse. Like what do they call those horses? Uh, a workhorse. Like yeah. A workhorse, you know, yeah. and just pushing through, pushing through, pushing through and it all just accumulating and then having 22% heart function. Yeah. That's not, not good. Right. And so, but it's the, the point that I'm trying to make is that it's real. And as women, Very. as the matriarchs of our family, which you hold your mom so high and your wife so high, you really value, it seems that you value your wife and your mother as the matriarchs of your family. And what role it is that we play in our men not having these dad bods. Yes. And you so, know, yeah, go ahead go and ahead. then I have a question after that. But you'll probably. Well, I was just going to say, like, I. I would not be the man that I am today without my wife. And I very much believe that. And, you know, it's funny when we, when we first got married, I knew that I loved my wife, but at the time, like I really didn't like her that much. And, but I knew that I could not let her out of my grasp. Like we, we had some, we butted heads a little bit, but I, I was like, this, this woman cannot go away. I know this is the one and I will come around to that. And, and it certainly has happened that way. I know that's not your traditional way that marriage works, but, we have grown so strong as a couple throughout the years and I, I wouldn't trade her for the world. Like she is the reason why I am the man that I am today. And so I hold women in, in a very high regard because you guys are what make us churn. Like, you know, it, like you said with your husband, 
being forced, not forced, but, but feeling as if you have to hold these emotions in. You've got to be the workhorse of the family. You've got to keep the family together. We have a lot of pressure on our shoulders, but if you're not making your health the number one priority, most people think that it's selfish when you do that because you're taking time away from the family. It's the most selfless act that you can do because in turn, you're going to be around for your family. You're going to be able to do the things that you want to do with your family vacations, keep up with your kids, do all the great things that you're supposed to do as a family as you age. If you don't have your health, that goes away. And then what do you really have to enjoy? Yeah. Nail on the head. And here, here's what I know doesn't work is whenever I say to Phil, who's my husband, honey, you know, you should uh, hit the gym. <laughs> it doesn't work. It, no. it doesn't work. And, and so my question to you, Jason is, how can we as women, you know, because it's a serious issue, what we're talking sure. about here is serious and we get to really empower our men without bringing them down. And so, so help us, help us have yeah. a conversation around this in a loving, compassionate, caring way that doesn't make them feel like, oh, another area that I'm not adding up to as a husband or as a lover or, or whatever, it, whatever it may sure. be. Yeah, no, that's a great question. And, you know, to, to kind of lead into that, I mean, yes, it's very real. We're, so we're at almost 40% obesity rate in our country. And that's not, not just overweight, that's obese. And the projection is by the year 2030 that we'll be at 50% obesity rate. I firmly believe that we're going to be there before that. And so it's a very real issue. Um, you and I have both gone into the grocery store and seen families with seven and eight-year-old kids who are very much obese, probably more so than the parents. And so this problem isn't going away. And the very first place that it starts is within the household, within the family, the, the woman and the man coming together and taking charge so that we can make an impact for our country. Like, I, you know, I'm not going to be around forever and neither are you. We're both going to die. But it pains me to think that we're the most resourceful nation in the world, the wealthiest nation in the world yet we're the sickest nation in the world as well. And that just something just doesn't add up. And so in order to help men, you know, I will tell you that when I was going through my, you know, my little struggle with my health and wasn't taking my health seriously, wasn't making myself a priority, you know, my wife at the time was, was very active. She was working out. We had a gym membership. We moved away for her to go to pharmacy school. My wife is a pharmacist. That's how we actually met was in the hospital. But we lived in a, in a weird small town uh, about three hours outside of Dallas for four years. And I did not use the gym membership that we were given. It was a, one of the nicest gyms I've been in. Still has like the extravagant smoothie bar and all that stuff. So I did not start using that gym um, until about the last 10 months that we were there. And, you know, nothing she said uh, could have made me want to do that. But what she did do, and I'm not saying she's, you know, the, the perfect example, but to answer your question, you know, if you are not showing an interest in your husband's health in some form or fashion, it's going to be very hard for him to feel those subtle hints. You don't have to come out and say, hey, um, you know, your, your gut's looking a little big these days, or hey, you might want to hit the gym because uh, you've got the man boob thing going on. Like that's obviously very offensive, not going to help. And so- It doesn't work. I've, I've no, it does not work. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've proven that, right? So yeah. we know that does not work. But, you know, everybody's motivated by different things. And so what I, what I like to tell people to do, um, because some of my clients who are men face the same thing with their wives. Like when they're bought in and the wife is not, 
it, that's a challenging situation. It's so much easier when both people are on the same page. Um, and you know, you, you just have this synergy about you. So to answer your question though, I think that figure out what mean, you know, what, what's most valuable to your, to your husband and when it comes to his health, like, you know, if it's, if it's not, if health risks aren't something to talk about and saying, Hey honey, I'm concerned about your blood pressure. I mean, you don't know what his blood pressure is. So that's not a really a route that you can take. So maybe it's about taking the initiative because here's what you can do is you could take the initiative at home, say it's a Saturday or a Sunday and say, Hey, you know what? I'd like to get a little sunlight, a little vitamin D in my life today. Why don't we go on a walk? And you take the initiative and say, let's go on a walk or we go on a hike or something like that. Say, we haven't done something outside in a while. I really would like to get out in nature. Let's go take a walk or a hike. And what's going to happen is if you take him on a hike and he's out of shape, he's going to start gasping and that's going to be very obvious. And then it's, and then that conversation becomes a little bit more appropriate. It's like, you know, maybe he's the one that says, well, maybe we should do this more often, you know, because what happens is when you don't exercise for a while and then you start exercising even once or twice in a week, your body starts to really yearn for that. You, you get, you know, it, it will reward you heavily very quickly by the way that you sleep, by the energy levels that you have. So even that one, you know, 20 or 30 minute walk or hike could make a difference. And if you can do that and get that programmed in your schedule saying, hey, let's do this once in a while, maybe that's one way that you can initiate some more activity in your life. And then maybe it has a, a trickle down effect. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of ways to, to motivate. Another thing you can do, if, if exercise is not a realistic possibility right now, because not everybody's ready to just dive in with exercise. I would say start off with walking and try to make that a couple's thing. But if it's a nutrition thing, this is where you can make a big difference. And, and really, you know, as, especially as a wife, like I do most of the cooking in my family, but my wife has taken uh, a role in that lately because she likes to try these new, fun, healthy dishes. And so what you can do is there's a lot of, there's a lot of dishes out there these days that are made to look, you know, almost borderline unhealthy. Um, for example, like you could, you could do like a taco dish where it's like, Hey, I'm making tacos tonight, but then really make those tacos super healthy and get him bought into the process. Like, Hey, you know what? Those weren't half bad. Yeah. And then you repeat that, you know, and you find other recipes that you can start making and really make it a gradual process because nobody wants to dive in head first. And I wouldn't recommend anybody trying to do it too much at once because it usually backfires. <laughs> I just could see if I said to Phil, I'm making tacos tonight. He's like, sweet. And they're all veggie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can do some meat in there too. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be that, but um, you get my point. I mean, there's some tacos that are just terrible for you. And then there's some tacos that you can make that are pretty healthy, you know? And so uh, it's finding that happy medium uh, to get them bought into the process a little bit more, because if he's not the one having to do the cooking, he's not going to make a separate meal for himself. So then it's like, well, I'm going to at least try it. And if you can get it to taste somewhat good, it's like, yeah. okay, well, maybe I'll do this again. Yeah, no, for sure. And one thing that I've, and this is just for the women watching, um, because what I found when I'm asking for something I'm not willing to do myself, I'm like sure. dead in the water. So <laughs> if you're looking at your husband and you're going, you're kind of a fat mess <laughs> and, and, and you're looking in the mirror and you're all ripped up, that's one thing. But right. if you're not willing to get in the gym, if you're not willing to make the changes that require and sacrifice what it is that you feel you want or for your addictions that you have, whether it be just being addicted to being lazy or addicted to yourself or your unworthiness or whatever conversation you're having or your Diet Cokes, um, you have no business asking for something that 
you're not willing to do for yourself. Right. And that situation is very different, but it's also unique because here's the, the advantage that you have there is you can come in from a place of more about caring about us, right? Like mm -hmm. you want longevity as a couple. So it's like, you know what, you know, we'll use Phil, Phil, I'm not feeling that great about myself lately. And I'm going to, I think I want to start doing some walks. Would you be willing to go on some walks with me? And we do it together. You know, that's a totally different conversation than saying, Hey, Phil, see this six pack, get to work. Like that doesn't work. Right. And so, and you, you know this. So I think that that, yeah. that can have its advantages because then it becomes about us and it's not a, just about, Hey, you need to get healthy because I'm already healthy. Well, and it just boils down to something else I saw on your Instagram, which you've got to follow him on Instagram. I don't care. Wife, husband, get your husband on there, but also just follow you. You're like, you're really, truly such an example of, the way men should be the way that men really get to be in the transformed world. But really one conversation you were having was um, with an NF NFL football player on your podcast, you were saying something about judging yourself and like how detrimental that is to, to judge yourself, to not only sit across the table and judge your husband, which is where this conversation has gone and led, but, but to sit it in your body and to judge yourself. Right. No, it's, it's, it's definitely a toxic thought process. And you know that you've heard the saying that self-comparison is, is the biggest thief of joy. And when you judge yourself, I, I, I often talk to my clients, you know, like my clients are usually trying to lose weight. Like that's, I'm not your traditional, what I would call an online fitness coach, because that's only one slice of the pie for me. If you look at my Instagram, I think there's like one or maybe two workout pictures on there. I don't do workout videos. That, that is not, my life. Fitness is very much a part of my life, but it's not my life. There's plenty of people making workout videos online. I like to show how much fun I have in life and how much I enjoy life and, and just kind of convey the message that you can, you can still be healthy. You can st still enjoy the burger and the beer like that's in my logo. I'm very much a burger and a beer guy, but there's a time and a place. And so that's why my, my Instagram is set up the way that it is. But yeah, to your, to your point, I mean, when you judge yourself and you're hard on yourself, it's very hard to gain momentum and really make progress because if you say, I'll use this example, say you went two or three weeks and you did really well and maybe you, maybe you lost a couple of pounds, right? Or three pounds and you're eating healthy and you're feeling more energetic. Well, then family comes in town or you go out to eat with some, some friends and you set yourself up for failure by saying, you know what, I'm going to choose to eat healthy when I go out with these friends. When in all actuality, you should have said, tonight's going to be my cheat meal. I'm going to have fun tonight and I'm going to move forward tomorrow. Well, then you go in, you said you were going to eat healthy, but you cave and you eat something bad and then you come home and you're beating yourself up about it when all you have to do is get back to the healthy eating the next day. None of your progress is out the window. That's ridiculous. One meal doesn't make up any or doesn't, you know, cancel out any of your three weeks of progress. And I see this all the time and it becomes this vicious downward spiral. And that's why people don't, they're not able to make progress. Uh, with consistency. And I hate it because it, it's just a very toxic uh, mentality. Yeah. Because how much, how much weight would you say? I've heard a lot of transformational and performance coaches talk about, you've got to get over the emotional trauma inside your body so that you can actually release the weight, men and women. Yes. Yes. And I will tell you that I'm very big on what I consider the four core pillars of health. And I list them off in a certain order um, because I believe in that. And so it's, it's sleep, stress management, nutrition, and then fitness. And I'm not saying that I'm undermining fitness and that it doesn't, doesn't or shouldn't play a role. But here's the thing is that 
when most men or even women, when we're, you know, 30, 40, or, or even more pounds overweight, we, we're facing this overwhelm and we, we feel like we have this long uphill battle in front of us. And oftentimes what I see is people not sleeping enough, they're running on fumes, they don't manage their stress, so it becomes very difficult to conceptualize the idea of, well, I need to eat healthier and I need to go work out. When you get sleep dialed in and you're truly sleeping the amount that you should be and getting both quality and quantity of sleep and you start to manage your stress better and get yourself to a place where you can actually think you know, clearly and have focus, working out and eating healthy then become like somewhat appealing. But when you're overwhelmed and stressed out all the time, that's the last thing you want to do. You're going to stress eat, but you're probably not going to work out. You know, and so... That's why I, I believe firmly in that process. And I think, you know, to your point, it's, it's so huge is that getting the stress lowered, letting go of some of that, um, those emotions that you've dealt with from not feeling insecure or not being yourself, not having the energy levels that you deserve, getting rid of that first. Because most people think this, they think weight loss should be week one, I'm going to lose two to three pounds. Week two, I'm going to lose two to three pounds. Week three, same thing. Week four, same thing. And it'll be consistent until I get to my goal weight. That is so far from the truth. Week one, you might lose a pound. Week two, you might lose nothing. Week three, you might gain two pounds. Week four, you might lose five. And this is just the progression. And if you, don't, if you can't embrace this as a journey, then it's going to be very challenging for you to make any progress because that's just what it is. If you have a 50-pound weight loss goal, you didn't gain it overnight, you're not going to lose it overnight. But when you do reach your 50-pound weight loss goal, the journey continues. This is life. You know, I lost 60 pounds, got down, and I was a pretty scrawny guy, and I'm like, you know what? My next goal is I'm going to put on some muscle mass and improve my physique. Your goals are always going to change, and the journey continues. And that's why you can't think of it as an end date, and that's why I hate the word diet. Mm. Yeah, and, and all, what I keep hearing you say is give yourself grace. I give you yourself must grace. take credit for your small victories, man. People yeah. are so hard on themselves in this day and age, and it's – it's such a, you know, it, it, it's such a toxic way of thinking and it will prevent you from making true real progress. And, and you got to give yourself those little pats on the back. These little wins add up to the big picture and the subconscious mind is a very powerful thing. And when you're always feeding your subconscious mind with, I'm not good enough, I can't do this, I've been fat my whole life, there's no way that I can go walk 30 minutes because I haven't even walked 10. This negative self-talk just fuels your subconscious mind and you're just setting yourself up for, for disaster. Another thing that I see is people don't keep the promises they make to themselves. Mm. So, you know, on a Sunday night, you tell yourself you're going to work out on Monday. You're going to go for a walk. You're going to go to the gym. Monday rolls around and you don't do that. All you're doing is getting further away from your goal and losing trust with yourself. When you can figure out a way to keep the promises you make to yourself and those micro commitments, those are wins. And those wins add up. They compound one another. And that is such a powerful, powerful force of momentum that will spur you moving forward. But if you, if you break those constantly, you just, it, it, you're not going to reach your goal. That's what I love about 30 Days to Optimal Health, your, your download or your program, is that it's 30 days. You can do anything for 30 days. And so yes. I have this vision, I have this vision for, for this. And we'll put the links down here for you guys. It's $27. It's the greatest gift you can give your husbands, ladies. And it's, it's way underpriced. It's way underpriced for the results you're receiving, Jason, just so you know. And I love your generosity. But I have this vision of the women downloading this program for their husbands. But I get stopped at how they present this. So support the okay. women in getting this download, the 30-day, we can do this. 
how do they bring this up and give this gift to their husbands? Yeah. So first of all, yes, it's very underpriced. Um, I wanted to come in and blow people away with value because in the course, I have an online men's health community. I also have a women's one that I don't really promote that often. Uh, but if any of your women listeners are interested in something like that, um, you know, I'm, I'm always happy to, to open that discussion. So with the, the online men's health community, I wanted to give, I wanted to earn their trust with the course first. And so inside the course, I give them opportunities to join. It's called the man up community. And, but with this course, the, the best part about it is that it's all done within my app, the dad bod health app. And so all, all the video lessons, all the, like I do, there's gratitude journal information in there. There's water reminders. There's so much value in there. And it, you just get these little nudges each day. There's a video lesson every other day. It's only like two minutes. I wanted to get it short and to the point without boring people. Um, but the workouts are, they're, they're nothing strenuous. All you're doing, one day you might walk. One day you might do some push-ups. One day you might do some body weight squats. They're very, and they're very short and to the point, but it's literally taking you from doing nothing or being on the couch watching Netflix to getting to where you're living a more active lifestyle. And that's the power. And I just had my first customer, like I told you before the show, um, he dropped 11 pounds. And I was like, okay, this, this is better than I thought it was, right? And so um, to present it, that's a challenge because most people that want to do something like that have to be ready. But again, because it's not strenuous workouts, it's nothing that's saying, hey, you know, you're going to go burn a thousand calories. It's literally like, let's get your body ready for taking on more load so you can live a healthier, active lifestyle. Um, there's meal plans in there. It's it's ton of value, like you said. But to present it, um, you know that's a that's a challenging thing. That in in that um, it would have to be a conversation like, hey, you know, I took a chance and, and bought this for you. Do you think it's something that you want to start? If if you come across some somewhere where the the guy is not ready to start, um, all I need is an email and I can delay the start date. Like I I don't have a problem doing that. Usually when the purchase is made, it's for people that are ready. So it starts the Monday after the purchase is made. But if somebody buys it and hubby's not on board yet, um, I'm happy to, to change the start date for when he is. So they can do the little pep talk if they need to. Um, not a problem at all. You rock. You are just <laughs> Thank so you. special, so unique. And just really, I, I love the crusade you're on. And thank you for standing in this, in this stand you know, for, for men, for optimal health and for the generations to come. And so I'm just, I'm so happy to be aligned with you and thank you for being on the show and, 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 and sharing with us women on, on really how we can access our power and, and treat Absolutely. our men a little bit differently. So no, for sure. I appreciate you having me on and, you know, I, I realize it's a challenge and I'll just tell you, you know, as, as a man who considers himself to be very healthy now, um, my wife is also very much aligned with the health kick. And we've been on this journey now together for about 10 years. And I'll just tell you that once you establish some consistency and you guys are feeding off of each other, it, it just gets easier and easier because the desire is there. When one person doesn't really feel like eating healthy, the other one will. Or one person's, you know, maybe misses a day or two of workouts, but sees the other one. Like if my wife is, misses the gym for two days because she's got work functions and she sees me in the gym for two days. She knows in her back of her mind, she's like, I got to get there tomorrow or else I'm slipping too much. And so you just feed off of each other and it just becomes a very powerful thing for both of you. 
I love it. You, you've just inspired me. I'm like in my mind, Phil and I are on a treadmill right now. <laughs> I love it. Okay, it's so good. important. We'll see you next time. Thank you. I want to thank you for listening and subscribing to The Smart Woman Show. My vision for you is that you would experience the same level of success me and my friends have. Break open that vision, girl. DM me on Instagram at Oldridge, and I will send you a link to book a free strategy call with one of my success coaches today. Let's do this.